0: Welcome to Guides to the Unknown. I'm Kristen.
1: I'm William. How you doing, Will? I'm uh, a little chilly.
0: Yeah, it's chilly.
1: And a little silly.
0: (laughs) I would argue a lot silly. (laughs)
1: That might be true. Uh, I'm very excited for the show tonight, Kristen. Yeah,
0: me too. Now, you said you had something that you wanted to talk about. Well, besides like your topic. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that at the end of the show. Oh, okay. I'm going to give something of a cliffhanger between this episode and the next. Interesting. Next week's episode, I'm gonna tell you a personal story. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I'm done accruing the experience yet. Um, you'll understand more when I give the cliffhanger at the end of the show.
0: Will we all understand more or like I'll get something? Like no, do I know? We'll all this?
1: understand. I'm gonna flat out say, like, hey, I'm doing X.
0: Oh, okay. Do I know about this already? Nope. Oh, my God.
1: Nope, okay. nope, 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 nope. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Yeah, so stick through to the end of the show if you want to hear what's going to happen next week. Oh, man. I want everyone to be like, how did it go?
0: What? I don't like it when I don't know things you're doing. Do bad. Are you, like, going to do something?
1: Uh, I already did something, and I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, every week, Chris and I have research I want topics. you to go first now. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. Yeah. All right.
0: I just do have one thing before you go first. Uh huh. Okay, our mom called me just a little while ago to <laughs> she called i might be telling this a little bit wrong i feel like i picked up and i was like i was like talking fast I was, and i was like hey mama i'm on my headphones you might not be able to hear me but i'm doing this because i have to be hands free because i'm doing a very fancy healthy thing i'm making vegetable broth and mom was like i just have one thing to tell you monsters under the bed she said that i was afraid of alligators under my bed When you were like a baby baby, so she thinks I was like around three. And she said I would scream my head off about it. Like in the middle of the night, night terror style, that there was an alligator under my bed.
1: Alligators?
0: Yeah. I don't remember this whatsoever, so I guess I must have mentally blocked it.
1: That's weird. (laughs) Or just
0: don't remember the same way you don't remember certain things. But still, I have no recollection, but that is my... Our our mom let us know that I in fact was afraid of a monster under the bed, the alligator. How
1: about that? That sounds like a meshing between the sort of classic monster under the bed and Mm. that idea of alligators in the sewers. Oh yeah. You know, the idea that people like have tiny pet alligators and they flush them down the toilet, the John. Ugh the head. And they get down into the sewer system and grow to gargantuan size.
0: I will say, alligators do freak me out. They are really? one of the scarier animals of the animal kingdom to me. They're just so, dinosaurs. Yeah. 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 There are a few animals. I can't think that's, that's on my head where I'm just like, that's just a dinosaur. How do we how, how do we reconcile this? Yeah,
1: there's something called like the Fat Bill Stork or something. That oh, looks, really? Yeah, you know, certain
0: birds are Birds furry.
1: are dinosaurs. Yeah. And uh, there's one that's like particularly terrifying. It looks like an animatronic from Walt Disney World, except it's alive. Yeah. So its movement is very uncanny valley. Yeah. And it like winks and stuff. Anyway, weird. Yeah, everybody, Google fat Bill Stork, and then hopefully at the top it'll say, Did you mean with the right name? Because I don't know it.
0: Um, <laughs> or there's some poor guy named Bill Stork out there. The internet is roasting. Old
1: <laughs> fat Bill <laughs> Stork. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey. Stop it.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to
1: live. It's a gland issue. <laughs> Um
0: but yeah, so I was afraid of monsters under the bed. Awesome. Thank you, Mom.
1: Love it. Yeah. Love that. Thank All right, you, Mom.
0: William. Let's get to what your spoiler is. I don't even care about your topic. I just want to know what the hell you're sneaking around doing. Too
1: bad. I'm not gonna tell you until the end of the episode, and then you won't whoa, know whoa, more whoa, until whoa, whoa. next week.
0: Wait, you won't even tell us at the end of your segment?
1: No, I'll tell you at the end of the show. What the f- oh, fine. It's a cliffhanger for next
0: week. Then I should go first because that'll make it smoother, right? Eh.
1: Doesn't really matter. What kind it has of nothing it, to do with what I'm going to talk. Oh, about Oh, it doesn't.
0: No, oh, okay. Not, not, I, th- not at all. I thought it was like a two-parter. thing. No, it's okay, a total, then,
1: then total disconnect. I gotcha. It's just I'm pumped about what I already did for I, next week. I gotcha. The reason that I'm going to talk to you about this particular topic tonight is because everybody who's listening and/or who watching this, this is Guide to the Unknown episode 66. Mm-hmm. Get your kicks with GTTU 66. Uh huh. Where I'm going to talk about. The Hauntings of Route 66.
0: Sweet. That's good. So wait, did you like drive? Well, I'm just, I guess tried. trying.
1: No, it has nothing to do with this. I didn't drive Route 66. Is that what you were about to ask? Yes. That would take like not the whole 20 thing. hours. It's
0: not the whole thing.
1: Very. all right. right. You pain
0: in the ass. You got to
1: forget about the okay. All right, okay. Until the end, it's not gonna. It has nothing to do with it's this. Really
0: throwing me for a loop that there's been something going on behind the scenes. <laughs> I know it is. I don't like it. Go I ahead. thought of
1: inviting you when I did this, and then I didn't do it.
0: What the f- Why? <laughs> all right, go ahead. You'll go understand. Ahead. All right. No, I. I guarantee you, I won't understand. <laughs> I'll intellectually hear you. I'll never understand. Well,
1: there's still time. Go ahead. Anyway. Go ahead. Uh Route sixty six. I had a theory, essentially, um, that. Uh, This is, you know, one of the oldest highways in America. It spans from coast to coast. There has got to be some ghost stories. Yeah. That was my theory. Uh Uh-huh. And episode 66 felt like the perfect time uh, to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, And then I learned the truth. (laughs) No. Route 66 does not span from coast to coast, and it doesn't even exist anymore.
0: Oh, really? I know, like, nothing about it. I just know Get Your Kicks on Route 66, and I think there was, like, a Kmart brand
1: called Route 66. Yeah, something like that. There was, like, an old show in, like, the 60s as Mm -hmm. well. Um, But, yeah, no, it was, like, an old highway that was originally built to... uh, to connect from Chicago to Santa Monica, I think, something like that. Um, But then it was eventually decommissioned and parts of it were replaced over time. But I think there are still large stretches of road that are just unused. Oh, okay. Um, I've also heard that maybe those large paths of road are going to eventually be turned into a bike highway.
0: Mm. Oh, that's cool. Which is,
1: yeah, Yeah. pretty cool. Um, But yeah, I mean, Kristen, uh, forget all about that boring stuff because Route 66 is more than just some, you know, uh, Bobby Troop composition, what? That's the guy who wrote Get Your Kicks on Route oh. 66. <laughs> Though, of course, the famous recording was by Nat King Cole. Of course. And also, I lied because I am going to tell you some boring stuff first. Okay. So, <laughs> Route 66 is called Main Street America, Uh-huh. The Mother Road, or the Will Rogers Highway.
0: Oh, my- Get out of here! Yeah, that's cool.
1: Couldn't believe it. Yeah. Kismet. Yeah. Serendipity. Absolutely. Synchronicity. Amazing. There's a plaque which reads "dedicated to Will Rogers, 1952." What is this,
0: East Brunswick High School? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a
0: plaque of Will in the high school years after he graduated. It was
1: six. We don't know that that's true.
0: Um, don't you though? No, I, think
1: I thought it was a joke that someone said. I don't know.
0: I wanted to go look at it, and like somebody wouldn't let me or something. Remember?
1: Yeah, Kristen's not allowed to go within fifty yards of a school. <laughs>
0: I went back to the high school we both went to separately um, to do, like, recruiting for beauty school. And I was like, I heard that there's a plaque with my brother on it because he won Mr. EBHS. And I really don't remember. This was, like, 10 years ago. But they were like, oh, you can't go to the library right now. I Maybe mean, there's a test or something.
1: Yeah, I, I can't imagine yeah. that that is I mean, I don't true. think
0: it's there now. No, I
1: definitely yeah. think it's not there now. Yeah. I, I'm sure it was not there several years after I left. Maybe. I won a male beauty pageant. Yep. Uh, Believe it or not, it was all meant to be a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but i want it that's right uh, so anyway the plaque says will rogers humorist traveler good neighbor this main street of america highway 66 was the first road he traveled in a career that led him straight to the hearts of his countrymen hmm. um and i intend to do the sure. same it <laughs> will reach the hearts of my countrymen all right let's get spooky okay Oddly enough, a lot of my information here similar to how last week when I was talking about monsters under the bed, a lot of my stuff came from mommy daddy blogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A good chunk of my data about Route 66 hauntings comes from carrentals.com.
0: Weird. I love that. That's like when um I remember when when I did banshees, it was all from an engagement ring website. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, it's – listen, I really respect any yeah. company that's like – They're
0: trying to put out like interesting content. I know it's an annoying I word, know. but like they're trying to put out interesting material. And it's yeah.
1: inventive and it's approachable totally. and I appreciate I it. I do too. So there you go. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a list and I've curated some of the best stories for the topic tonight. Amazing. Um, so Route 66 is long abandoned and it's covered with old gas stations, abandoned buildings. There's even an entire ghost town – Oh. Attached to Route 66, there used to be a place called Baghdad, California, mm-hmm. um, and eventually, I think it was a mining town. And eventually, uh, it was completely abandoned. And as of today, it has been completely razed to the ground. If you go there, there's basically not any sign that a full town used to exist on that spot. Weird. Yeah, that that's that's so strange. I yeah. I,
0: I I mean, do they do that for the purpose of then re? building or putting something over it
1: I don't think so because I think that why, there's like, why I even
0: do anything to it Then I guess to prevent like squatters get or something?
1: rid of it yeah I yeah. guess I don't know it's just Weird. unsafe to have
0: yeah yeah structures that like nobody's paying attention to or maintaining yeah, yeah.
1: I also this is this is like neither here nor there but I, I do have a passing fascination with the idea of a ghost town just mm-hmm. an entire civilization yeah. that used to exist and now doesn't yeah totally uh, and I rewatched because uh, 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 Chrissy here wrote an article about the Zodiac mm-hmm. the movie Zodiac yep um, I rewatched the movie for the gajillionth time Mm -hmm. and for the first time caught a line where they reference Lake Berryessa, Uh which is where one of the Zodiac killings happened. But they mention how Lake Berryessa is a man-made lake Uh and there used to be a town on that spot, but they flooded it to make a lake
0: yeah i don't remember that that's atlantis yeah that's what
1: happened to atlantis i know
0: i watched an episode of in search of about atlantis not that long ago it was a little too long probably didn't need to be double length Hmm. but what i watched was good
1: of course uh, uh, ali and i were on a cruise and we went to atlantis
0: (laughs) atlantis resort
1: yes (laughs) i got a like a 20 dollar pizza that was clearly like a microwaved DiGiorno. (laughs) giorno was it good it was delicious. <laughs> All right. It's not delivery. It's delicious. delicious. Yeah. All right. So here are a few uh, haunted spots. Mm-hmm. Let's talk first about the Tri-County Truck Stop. This is in Missouri. Ooh. Um, it's also known as the Diamonds Restaurant. And essentially this is just like a, a huge truck stop slash diner. It seemed like it was a, a, a hot spot for people to go get your sweet country ham. Ooh. Crunch it up.
0: Ew, what's Probably wrong with Probably shouldn't your, be
1: crunchy. Yeah, what's wrong with your ham? You bit too deep, you got the bone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Or it's bacon,
1: which is better. Exactly, Kristen, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> I found a lot of my information for this truck stop on, and I advise everybody to go here, com slash tri-county. Okay. This is uh, an organization of ghost hunters... It looks like the website was built in the '90s. Excellent. uh, And it looks, at first blush, like it has not been updated since the '90s. Yeah.
0: Perfect. However, favorite kind of website. I found
1: updates on that site as recently as 2015.
0: Oh, okay. So they're just like adding to it, but no need to restructure. Right. No need to
1: update. I'm going to say things that are going to sound like I'm making fun Mm -hmm. of this website, but I'm poking fun at this website. I love it, yeah, genuinely,
0: yeah, if you guys have listened to a bunch of other shows, you might know that we have a real affection for like old websites like this, and it's genuine, even though we also might like poke fun
1: exactly um now uh, each page that you go to it'll have like a hot pink background, and all the text is crammed mm-hmm. to the left side of the screen for some reason in a column like a newspaper article yeah yeah, yeah. and it's just walls of text. Like way too much information for me to sift through reliably to get a full picture of the uh, investigations the Paranormal Task Force has done. Mm-hmm. However, I will tell you this: um, there's a lot of evidence on that website of uh, of ghostly activity happening at the Tri County truck stop. Truck stop, yeah. Uh, I forgot what it was called already, (laughs) but no, they, they, um, you'll read a thing and then you'll see a bunch of links and it'll be like, um, here's the time that I saw the blue ghost and that's a clickable thing. So I'd click on it expecting to be brought to an article about what the blue ghost is and suddenly a file would download to my computer. What the hell was that? It was a video file, uh, which I opened, which was grainy footage Uh of a dark room I could not make out any shapes and it was playing and there was just static. Just hit play and to the point where I'm like, what what is this? And just when I got to the point where I was like, all right, what stupid piece of you know, like debris am I gonna see float across the screen that's purported to be a ghost? Yeah. A gigantic blue thing flies across the screen from right to left and just goes over and down and over and out and the video ends. And it scared the hell out of me. Weird. It was great. Yeah. They have uploaded dozens, seemingly, of files of EVPs of voices going, listen, or I need help. Um, Footage of, of ghostly activity happening. And it really struck a chord with me. I really, I really loved it. This sounds great. And I think that there are a lot of people who would look at that website and especially look at the abundance of mm-hmm. footage available from that website and go like, "This is ridiculous." Yeah, just like write it off. Yeah, these are just some people who tried to who put a bunch of cameras in this old abandoned building and look at all this stuff they claim they found. I, I'm telling you now. <laughs> I really enjoyed it, and it's almost um, too much information. Yeah. This you sounds know? great. What's this called again, the website? Paranormaltaskforce.com uh-huh. slash Tri-County. Okay. I didn't even get into any of their other stuff. Yeah, right. Stuff.
0: I can't believe that you are just talking about in a bunch of information just about this one subject. Yeah, That's I'm crazy. focusing just on the Tri-County
1: yeah. truck stop. They have so much cool. information going back years, years and years of investigations they've done at this place. Yeah. Um, tons of footage. Uh, I I really love it. That's um, awesome. I'm definitely gonna look at that. Yeah, uh, and I, I wonder
0: if they've like migrated. If you if they stopped in 2015, I wonder if they've migrated to like updating a Facebook page or something. Yeah, like maybe. That. Like maybe they're still documenting this stuff, but they were just like, you know, like personal blogs and websites aren't as much the thing. Yeah, maybe they went to social media or something. Yeah,
1: possibly. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to uh, just like way back when we talked about the chupacabra and we found that, cr- like. The Chupacabra homepage. The Chupacabra homepage hidden on Princeton University's servers. Yeah. I saved every website back mm-hmm. then so that if and when Princeton goes like, <laughs> why is this on here? Yeah, Get right. Get rid of it. Yeah. I have it. That's awesome. I saved everything. Awesome. I want to do the same thing for this website. Because someday Man, the this. old internet's going to be gone. Yeah. And I also have to wonder how many. Um, abandoned websites Mm -hmm. are there of paranormal activity of people that were like, this isn't footage that was, you know, polished and curated and uploaded to YouTube and like where like the thing that's happening is circled. Yeah, It's raw footage that feels very found footage-y, Blair Mm Witch-y, but it's real. Yeah. Um, And I I really love it. I really love the vibe. Um, So I highly advise everybody go check out that website. Um, But here's, Aside from just talking about how much I love a website. Yeah. Let me tell you some actual stuff. So there's a story about a man named Mr. William Bates. Mm-hmm. Bates supposedly lived in the basement of the Tri-County the truck basement. stop. The basement. <laughs> <laughs> he was short uh, and had the appearance of a vagrant. And according to witnesses, the last time anyone saw him, he had gotten into an altercation with somebody. And it resulted in him running out of the truck stop and into the woods oh nearby. Oh my God! He was never seen again. What? Yeah.
0: Oh my God.
1: Yeah. The Paranormal Task Force has a, a sort of a call to action on their website, where it's like,
0: like if you've seen him,
1: yeah, or can you give us any information? Because this also might just be a story. There's not even evidence that this man existed. Oh, interesting. So it could just be a story. Yeah, it's just legend, maybe. Um, but yeah, people have then seen and heard voices that are believed to have been yeah. Mr. William Bates.
0: That's Awesome. Yep,
1: um, the paranormal. I am into this, I, I love it. I love it. Um, the Paranormal Task Force has extensive research. Um, there was one event, somewhat recently, I think this was in like 2013 or 14, where um, they went in and uh, one of the investigators uh, took some damage. Uh huh. He got a long scratch on his leg, um, but Kristen, the the most frightening part,
0: <laughs>
1: the sock was undamaged. Wait, (laughs) what? The sock. What do you mean the sock was undamaged? For the first time in 20 years of ghost hunting, I was scratched during an investigation. It was on my right leg, over six inches long, running vertically down my leg to below the top of my sock. The sock was (laughs) undamaged. But the scratch ran underneath it.
0: I get his point. That is weird.
1: It is weird. It's just, it was just funny. How
0: how'd you get inside the sock? Did they did it pull out the sock just so? It was a ghost hand. And scratch down there and then let the sock release. I don't know. Return to the skin.
1: Pull the sock back up. <laughs> I uh yeah, I don't know. Again, poking fun at it because I love it, not making fun I of it. I understand. I believe that. there is a yeah. difference.
0: Oh. Um
1: Yeah. So um
0: That really is freaky though. What the hell?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Huh. But honestly, um a lot of the footage is like uh uh like I said about the blue ghost footage that I saw. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. There's just enough to lull you in and make you go like this is gonna be nothing. And right, then like, bam, you're hit with anything. something and then it's out. It's over. Yeah. It's like 20 seconds long tops.
0: Is it just a color, basically? Like, is there any real shape to it?
1: Yeah, it looked like it <laughs> It looked like a Pac-Man ghost. Okay. Not obviously a solid color of blue. It looked like it had depth to it it looked like it was like if you put a sheet over my head Uh uh-huh and i walked around yeah it would look kind of like that but then you've got to like up the transparency so you can see through it right and make it completely blue and even more featureless Uh uh-huh like it looked like sort of an oval and then kind of maybe it went to shoulders all covered by material yeah yeah Uh, but not physically there right like it was a spirit it was a light right an energy right um that's awesome. That's great. That
0: sounds like a great video. I'm that definitely going to look at that.
1: I don't know what to tell you. But uh, <laughs> it also gives me anxiety because most websites don't work like this. Yeah. It's not some magic they're doing where you click a thing and it downloads. That's that's fine. That's whatever. Just no one does that really. Right. Um, so every time I would click something, I would – even the 30 t- 30th time I clicked on something, yeah. I was always expecting a new tab to open.
0: Right. Uh, that would be unnerving a little.
1: And instead – it would drop another video onto my hard drive. Yeah. Downloading, downloading. And so I was just downloading so a bunch So that's all just of,
0: like saved to your computer now? Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was, I was just downloading a bunch of like, you know, terrifying ghost footage yeah. unwittingly. And it, it it started making me think like I really hope the methods of transfer of demons are not what they say in the ring. Yeah, right.
0: This isn't a cursed a cursed not JPEG, but yeah, you exactly. Know, Yeah, exactly.
1: Cuz now now we're in like a terrible uh, uh, you know, Straight to video movie where it's like, I live streamed from my haunted desktop. Right. Like, everybody watching this right now is is watching it on, from a camera connected to a hard drive that has ghosts in it. Mm-hmm. Right?
0: That movie has gonna, is going to have the format like unfriended or searching. Yeah. Where you're going to be able to see the chat, the chat people are going to be freaking out and be like, oh my God, what's happened to Will and Kristen? Whoa. Sounds yeah. like a good movie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let's get working on it. All right. So uh, let's go to uh, a freaky occurrence that happens on Route okay. 66. Let's talk about the spook light. Oh. Uh, A.K.A. the Hornet light, the Hollis light, and the Joplin spook light.
0: I really like all of those names.
1: I know. It, I, I, I love – yeah, exactly. Like yeah. If, you, if you were like, yeah, I saw the Joplin spook light.
0: Yeah, the Horace light.
1: Yep, perfect.
0: I'm really getting my kicks here, Will.
1: Um, so this is a light that appears in a small area known as – the Devil's Promenade oh my God. on the border between southwestern Missouri and northeastern Oklahoma. It's just outside of Hornet, Missouri.
0: Ooh. Great
1: name of a place.
0: God, the story's really killing it with names. Yeah,
1: and just like any other thing where there are a bunch of different eyewitness reports, there is some debate over what it really is. Some okay. people say it's a singular orb of light. Some say it's a bunch of little lights clustered together Mm -hmm. to give a the appearance of being one single thing Mm -hmm. it's been spotted in backyards of people's houses it's been spotted both near and far from witnesses so you might see it over yonder the hills yeah or you might see it right here oh man um some say it's a ball of light some say it resembles a camping lantern floating a few feet off the ground amazing (laughs) yeah uh and i have this quote Although the description of the light is similar to that of other visual phenomena wist, uh, witnessed throughout the world, the term spook light, when standing alone, gener- generally refers to this specific case. Huh, so, will-o'-the-wisps, move aside. You're not a spook light. The spook light is specifically yeah. this light from just outside of Hornet, Missouri. Awesome.
0: It's in a class all its own.
1: Yep. Um, The first documented case was in 1881, but no one outside of the local community would really talk about it until around the end of World War II. Um, In 1946, the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers studied the Hornet light, but could not find any cause for it. In their words, it was a mysterious light of unknown origin. What? According to the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers.
0: What the hell?
1: Uh Uh-huh. In the 60s and 70s, it became a quirky tourist attraction. There was a spook light museum that opened. What? And now let's debunk.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So we figured some things out. You
1: got to debunk.
0: Okay. Let's debunk.
1: We got to D this bunk. Yeah. Since it's in a very hilly area, some people say- well yes there is a, there yeah. one of the theories is that it is uh it's gases interacting interacting with uh, electrical currents mm-hmm. in the area like will of the west we found out was stinky old bog gas yeah. igniting um but there, some of the 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 biggest claims of what this actually is are that because there are a ton of hills around there it's actually the headlights from cars as cars are driving up and down stuff and people are seeing it from far away and it looks like some weird light that's moving around but it's just car headlights
0: but like how would the army whatever ever not figure that out
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll explain okay. <laughs> why a writer for popular mechanics magazine robert gannon mm-hmm. flashed his headlights on route 66 and then later there were a bunch of uh sightings of spook lights oh which what it's headlights it's headlights it's headlights however People have pointed out that because the sightings go all the way back to the 1800s, yeah, right. Not all of them, yeah, could possibly be headlights, right? So this is a case of confirmation bias potentially. People go; they're expecting to see the, the spook lights. It became an attraction, yeah. And then they see all these headlights, and they, whoa!
0: I guess those so. are
1: headlights. They're not the spook lights. People have been seeing the spook lights for 200 years.
0: I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around though how you wouldn't figure out that something is a headlight. Like they come in twos, you know what I mean? Like I don't get how you could. I, I'm not saying that's not what was happening, but like I don't get it.
1: I don't know eagerness to be part of something.
0: But uh, two things that are like two feet apart or whatever. But uh, but don't they say that they're singular? Well,
1: light? that's why there's also a dispute about whether or not it's a singular ball of light, or occasionally several lights clustered close together it's car that's a headlight however my thing is maybe the army corps of engineers when they showed up uh-huh they saw the true spook lights they saw the real deal yeah. holy field yeah and the other people who claimed to see the spook lights a lot of them saw cars and maybe, but maybe even some, some of them people... saw
0: real spook lights right yeah
1: and maybe even some of the debunkers yeah. went there mm-hmm. and saw the spook light the actual thing and went We already know. We saw all the other things. They were cars. Look, that's a car too, but it's actually the spook light.
0: Right, it's like the opposite side of confirmation bias. They're both confirmation bias, but just in different directions. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah,
0: I just I don't get how you could see car headlights, and (laughs) I just don't get it. It's so distinct.
1: I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't get it. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, But either way, the spook lights along Route sixty six. I mean, that's
0: awesome. I love that. Like, do you know? Do you remember the unsolved mysteries video? uh, Video. A segment about these mysterious lights. I'll cover that on the show sometime soon.
1: There are a lot People, of mystery lights.
0: Yes, there are. But there, there's another one that reminds me of this a little bit. Um, I'll cover it soon.
1: Okay. I'm going to write it down soon. Yeah. I don't actually. Um, but speaking of Unsolved Mysteries, mm-hmm. uh, they took a trip on Route 66 as well. Oh, and cool. They ended up at this next stop Ooh. the Hotel Monte Vista
2: Ooh, in la- Flagstaff,
1: yeah. Arizona, uh, which Unsolved Mysteries did an episode on. And I believe, for good reason, Uh, Mm HotelMontaVista.com has a bunch of information about hauntings within the hotel. Yeah. I'm going to tell you about the three best ones. Cool. Uh, First of all, room 305. There are reports of a woman in a rocking chair sitting next to the windows. Guests and housekeepers have seen the chair move on its own accord and even heard knocking coming from inside the closet. Ew. This is believed to be the spirit of an old woman who had been a long-term renter of that room. Uh-huh. And she used to spend most of her time sitting by the window waiting for something. Hmm. Waiting for someone. Death? And so <laughs> When will I die? Yeah. All right, I died. Her, her true calling was to become this ghost. Now when will something else happen? Yeah. Still waiting. Still waiting. But I'm already dead. <laughs> um, uh, but so people are saying, you know, what was she waiting for back then? And... Is she still waiting now?
0: Hmm. 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 Love it.
1: The woman at night. The red light district used to be just about two blocks away from the hotel. And in the 1940s, Two sex workers were brought into a room, room three hundred six, just next door to the ghost oh, lady wow. across the hall. The yeah. third, hall, the third floor really had a lot of action. Oh, it <laughs> did. Uh, and hey, let's talk about trickle down economics. Yeah, uh, their bodies trickled down. They were killed in room three hundred six and thrown out the window.
0: Oh my God. Yeah,
1: their bodies were tossed out the window and they fell three stories to the ground.
0: Oh, my God. To
1: this day, guests will report waking up in the middle of the night and being <sighs> unable to get back to sleep because of the overwhelming feeling of someone or something standing in the room staring at them.
0: <sighs>
1: Worse still, in particular, male visitors to this room mm-hmm. report having a feeling of hands placed over their mouths and throats and suddenly awakening in the night unable to breathe. Oh, my God. Perhaps some sort of revenge Yeah, against the attackers.
0: Yeah. Is it like four hands? Did Uh, it say? It's like...
1: I don't know. I mean... A
0: feeling of too many hands holding you down. Way
1: too many hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the hand stuff continues uh, because now I'm going to talk about the meat man. Oh. The meat man. Just downstairs in room 220, second floor. Oh, my God. In the early 1980s. We're talking about barely 40 years ago. Yeah. Not not yet. Not yet, 40 years ago. A long-term boarder had the odd habit of hanging raw meat from the chandelier. I
0: can't imagine the things that people who work in
1: hotels see. Well, that's an odd habit. Yeah. He died in that room and was not found for three days. Yeah. Not long after, a maintenance man was doing some repairs in that room and he needed a, a different piece from what he had, so he got up, he walked out of the room, closed the door behind him and locked it. Uh-huh. Went and got the piece. He came back. He opened the door. The TV was blaringly loud, and the bed sheets had been torn up and thrown all around the room. There's
0: bacon hanging from the chandelier.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Today, it's common for oh the television to act on its own, and there are reports of cold male hands touching guests in their sleep.
0: Hammy hands, I'll bet.
1: The meat man.
0: That is really creepy.
1: Other awesome stuff. These
0: are really good stories. I love them.
1: I love. Them. I love it. I love doing these sort of like around the world yeah. things too. Uh, so once again, go to hotelmontavista.com to get more stories because there are a bunch more. I just picked the, the three best ones. Yeah,
0: I love where place leans into their haunted history. So
1: do I May as well. But there are all other stories like the baby in the basement. Mm-hmm. The staff has to run out of there sometimes, Kristen, because the sound of a baby crying happens in the God, basement.
0: That's awful.
1: There's the story of the dancing couple. Seemingly a couple in love, still dancing, <laughs> tripping the night away. Tripping the light fantastic. Yep. Yep. Uh, the Phantom Bellboy, which John Wayne is said to have seen. Ooh. The Little Boy, The Elevator Attendant, Poltergeists, and The Shadowed Man.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. That's awesome. If any of you guys have been to the Hotel Monte Vista, I would like to hear about it. You guys can email us at gttupod at com.
1: Absolutely. Along with any other haunted this stories sounds, you've got.
0: Well, yes, that too. This sounds awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. And our final stop on Route 66 is going to be a short one. It's just a, a lovely little concept that I really enjoyed reading. Okay. I'm going to talk to you very briefly about the Coleman Theater in Oklahoma. Okay. Uh, there are said to be several hauntings going on in this theater. It's like a grand old theater. It looks beautiful from the photographs that I've seen. Mm-hmm. And some of the ghosts that have been sighted there are seen in the dressing rooms. Ghostly performers that appear to be getting ready to step on stage. Ooh.
0: Ooh, there's an American. Um, or what am I saying? There's a celebrity ghost stories with Anna Gasteyer, where she talks about a haunted theater that she was performing in, and I wonder if it could be this. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I assume there were
1: probably a lot of. I, that's theaters. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there you have it. That's a little tour awesome. of uh, one of the oldest roads in America that yeah. is no longer. Huh. Now Route 66 is a ghost road itself. Yeah. Uh, and lost how along does it its become lights.
0: a ghost road? Like, how's it just unused? What happens? It was
1: just replaced. It seemed like some bureaucratic thing. Because I, I was reading it, and honestly, it was boring. But it was like, yeah, yeah. The the U.S. highway system was replaced by the interstate highway okay, system. Okay, I and already
0: like, don't understand. I yeah, who cares? I already don't care.
1: Who cares? It just it yeah. just was replaced. Yeah. Uh, and I believe that a lot of the stretches of the road were repurposed, mm-hmm. so connected to new parts of streets or whatever. But I do think yeah. that there's a lot of uh, Route 66 that remains unused. Well, also,
0: I wonder if Route 66 is still intact in another dimension.
1: Mm, there's a, yeah.
0: there's another timeline of stuff maybe sitting on top of ours where Route 66 is thriving and those ghosts are using it to go back and forth.
1: It's an interesting idea, especially because you think of certain things like um, uh, let's imagine that there are parallel universes where different versions of history have played out. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about uh, seeing the effects of that in a place as big and dense as new york city yeah there might be people from the other universe that blink into existence in our realm yeah and then blink back out but we don't notice because there's millions of people milling about walking the right. streets they're
0: camouflaged Who effectively. Knows,
1: maybe all of a sudden if you were observing route 66 just boink yeah a, like a building would appear that shouldn't be there and then boink it's gone right and you'd only notice it because it's
0: There's nothing else there. There
1: should be nothing there at all. Yeah. Just all of a sudden a lone traveler on the road at night.
0: Yeah.
1: Filling your dreams to the brim with fright.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that kind of stuff. Have you ever seen the meme where it's um, a gorilla who's like like looking like he's talking to a bunch of kids like explaining something? And the text says, what my broke priest... (laughs) What my book presupposes is what if General Custer didn't lose or whatever it is? It's a gorilla being like, haw, oh, and a bunch of kids being wrapped.
1: That's weird. Isn't that a line from. Uh,
0: yes, it's from. The uh, Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. We all know Custer died at the Battle of Little Bighorn, but yeah. what my book presupposes is maybe he didn't.
0: Yes, it's, it's exactly that. And it's, it's a gorilla being like, hmm, like, look,
1: <laughs> why is it a gorilla?
0: I think somebody just found a funny picture of a gorilla looking like they're explaining like... something and being smart <laughs> to like a bunch of kids who are like listening. Okay,
1: so it's a photograph. It's not a draw. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a photograph. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Really yeah. botched this. but uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe you said that, but in my head, I immediately pictured like a far side cartoon. Um, <laughs> it was just a
0: funny picture of a gorilla. Sweet. Yep.
1: Well, yeah, there you have it. There you have right. it. Maybe someday we will uh, do our own travels.
0: Along yeah. Route maybe, maybe someday. and maybe along those travels we go to tacoma washington will um do you know what's in tacoma washington
1: washingtonians yes
0: oh many (laughs) (laughs) wait is that where twin peaks is tacoma
1: no that's like Susquehanna or something i don't know whatever
0: yeah but no i don't well i don't know i guess i don't know where twin peaks is yeah but um no The childhood home of Ted Bundy is there. Oh, no. I know. And it is said to be haunted, according to one newspaper article from 2017 that I came across.
1: (laughs) What (laughs) is this? How did you find this? (laughs) From a
0: newspaper called the News Tribune, which sounds made up.
2: (laughs) No disrespect.
0: (laughs) The News Tribune. No disrespect. Wow. Yeah. I found it. That's like, like calling
1: your newspaper like the Daily Weekly or something.
0: Right, <laughs> right. The actual newspaper, right? Is the name of this newspaper. Um, <laughs> I can't take credit. It's not like I like dug through the archives. People are sharing a lot of stuff about Ted Bundy right now True. because the Ted bundy tapes came out on netflix this weekend so yeah. like in a bunch of different like horror or true crime groups i'm in like people are just like sharing stuff and somebody shared this somewhere and i was like excuse me <laughs>
1: pa- so, pardon me i'd like that yeah. t buns is really uh living it up
0: i was nudging people out of the way to get myself to that article
1: ted bundy gas <laughs> ted theodore Ooh, bundy
0: that's right yeah <laughs> If you go on YouTube, I share it on our uh, social media, but if you go on YouTube and search for Guilty Party Ted Bundy, then you can see Will and I talking about Ted Bundy. Yeah. But I'm not going to talk about his crimes here tonight or anything. I'm going to talk about his childhood home, which went up for sale, and then during the process of reconstructing it and flipping it, like a bunch of weird, spooky stuff happened. Cool. Okay. Okay. So, I'm gonna quickly recap. I'm not gonna go into it, but who Ted Bundy is just on the off chance or whatever. So, he was. Bad man. Yeah, not a goodie. Um, he was a big time serial killer. Um, he's known for being hot, which is like debatable. And also, maybe not known for this, but he's a dork. Um, when investigators asked him if the 36 murders that were kind of like linked and attributed to him were, if that was the right number, he said, Add one, digit to, uh, add one digit to that and you'll have it. What? Right,
1: yeah. Good so one? So like
0: 136 or 37 37? or 631? What? What? Could you imagine him like leaning back in his chair and like saying that? Like add one digit, then you'll have it. What a mm. mastermind.
1: Me thinks a digit is missing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Ted. So not, me thinks a mischief I will do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ted. So nerdy. All right, Ted.
0: All right. So he grew up in this house in Tacoma, Washington. Um, It was built in 1946, which is the year that Ted was built. It's the year he was born. So that's kind of weird. It's the year
1: that Ted was built.
0: (laughs) That'll be my new Netflix special about Ted Bundy that gets everybody talking about yeah. the year that Ted was built. <laughs> um, so this house and Ted were both built in 1946, and then he and his family moved into it in um, 1955. And he lived there during his childhood. No major events to speak of except... There is, There was a girl who went missing from either his neighborhood directly or the area. Um, She went missing when she was eight years old. And her name is, slash was, I guess you would say, um, Anne-Marie Burr. She was eight years old. She was never found or anything. And Ted Bundy was 14. So he is still officially a suspect in that murder just because really? he wasn't ruled out. It's not, you know, there's just like nothing to it's just inconclusive he says that he didn't do it Um, but again obviously he's very shifty with what he did and didn't do and played very coy and stuff like that he wrote a letter to her mother after he was in prison and I think that maybe rumor got out that like maybe oh we caught this guy for all this stuff and he grew up in this area where Anne Marie Burr went missing maybe he did this he wrote a letter to her mother saying that he didn't do it but again I feel like you just can't trust anything this guy said
1: I I don't like the idea that he would
0: even reach out it's like cruel there's just no need to do it Um, but I'm only even mentioning that to say that, like, nothing overtly scary or criminal or murders that we know of happened while he was living in this house. He just grew up there. And then when he became an adult, he started um, murdering people and everything. So... Years and years later, like, I I think kind of around the time that this article came out, so I'm assuming, like, in the 20-teens, a guy named David Trong, I think it's pronounced, um, bought the house just to flip it, It you know, up or whatever, and he hired a contractor named Casey Clopton to fix it up. An excellent name. An excellent name. Um, So...
2: (laughs) <laughs> so
0: Clapton didn't know the history of the house. He was just hired to come into this house that was like all messed up and fix it up so that this guy could then sell it. Um, And when he came in for the first time to kind of like do a walk around and see like what needs to be done and everything, he came with his 11-year-old daughter um, because – and it actually sounds kind of cute. I'm probably reading too much into it. But she would take notes while he said out loud what needed to be done. It sounds like kind of a nice like father-daughter bonding thing. I
1: I really love the idea of that. Take a note.
0: Yeah. Like he'd be walking around and be like, okay, that pipe needs to be fixed whatever. And like his sweet daughter is like writing it down. Flip side, this was a huge pain in the ass for the daughter and her dad made her do it. (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) yeah a nice way i mean not scary but like to me it's cute i'm sure to her she's like yeah my dad made me do it's so boring it
1: does sound like one of those things that's like that's the golden yeah like imagination idea of like having a kid yeah where they're like oh my gosh can you imagine if i had a kid and they were fascinated with everything i said how like how incredibly validating and important that would be for me
0: oh they loved audio chucky
1: chucky i got another joke for you ready
0: pop yeah that's the crumbs voice (laughs) if you want a joke pop I'd love to hear that joke, Pop!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, here it comes, sucker!
0: So Casey Clopton brought his daughter to take notes on what he was saying as he walked through the house to figure it out. Um, but she was freaked out by this house. They came in and she said she felt weird in it. Um, when he, she didn't like it there. She wanted to be left alone in any rooms, which I assume means that like he'd go to the next room to like see what's up here. Maybe while she's still writing something in the previous room and she, she was like, no, don't leave me alone and kept like really following after him and was just like very unsettled by it. And they ended up leaving early because she started crying. She just like wanted to get out. Wow. Um next week, so he doesn't go back or anything, they leave. The next week he goes in there with the de- with the demolition guy who um comes in and also feels weird. He also starts crying. He didn't, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> That'd be but, awesome. I
0: know. But apparently the demolition guy was also like felt like something felt weird in here. Like he kind of felt unsettled. Yeah. So things as they're doing the process of, like, fixing this house up started happening that Clopton um, assumed were pranks that the crew were, like, pulling on each other and stuff. Um, there was one day where they unlocked the door, like, you know, nobody been there or anything, walked in, and kind of classic, like, haunted house thing. um, All the cabinets and drawers were open. Like, oh. everything's pulled out. Everything's open. Yeah. Um there was a time where the crew was cleaning out the flooded basement and Help Me was written on a glass window, which is weird. Um, And so that's just kind of like little things where you're like, oh, they're like joking around or whatever. And then stuff started started getting more real where it was harder to explain away with being like, oh, that's them like messing around. Um, While the crew was downstairs, a heavy dresser that – and it said it was inset in the hallway wall. So I imagine it was kind of like – um not a built-in thing but i almost imagine there's like an alc, an alcove in the hallway or something that this dresser was kind of pushed it into right into it. yeah fit perfectly into it said that a heavy dresser that was inset in the hallway wall scooched itself out from that well they didn't watch it happen but like it it came out enough it scooched itself out of that spot and fell face forward while the crew was downstairs like they heard a huge noise and they went upstairs and they're like How is this even possible? And again, I'm inferring a little bit based on them talking about it being in set. I imagine that the way it was in set, it wouldn't be able to fall over if it was back into it because the ceiling would be right there. So it was like moved out enough that it could fall forward. And they said that this was like a really, really heavy dresser that like they needed more than one guy to move. I don't like that. No, that's that, weird, right? That makes
1: me think of Rosemary's Baby where there's the uh, yeah. the armoire or whatever the That's hell. in front of that door? That's in front of a door. And mm. nobody knows there's a door behind it, but they were trying to block the door with this heavy piece of furniture. Yeah. Maybe somebody was in the alcove Ugh. and had to push the thing forward to get out.
0: Ugh. Well, that would play into a kind of a, a question that the guy had about whether there could have been break-ins or something going right. on in here. Um, so that happened. Um Phones that were plugged in, just as the crew plugged in during the day, started getting unplugged. Like, they would just be unplugged from the wall.
1: What year is this? What are you talking about? It was Cell in, like, phones?
0: The, yeah. Like, in the mid, like, the 20... 20- Teens, oh, like, wow. yeah, okay. yeah. All right. This article is from 2017 and it seemed like it had happened, like, not too long before. Right. It wasn't okay. like an old, old story or anything.
2: Gotcha.
0: So yeah, their phones would just be unplugged and it was like, they would die automatically. It just like, what the hell? Um, they were, you know, doing a lot of work. So there would be like dust around and stuff. And, um, apparently in one room, there was a bunch of sheetrock dust on the floor and the word leave was written in it. And there were no footprints or anything else around that dust. So it just seemed like how did this get there? Um so when those things started happening that were a little little fr- first of all these pranks keep going on and nobody's copping to it. Right. They're starting to get a little bit harder to explain. So then Clopton um ended up asking neighbors if they had heard of any break-ins in the area because they were like this is this is weird maybe there's an explanation and by talking to the neighbors ended up finding out that it had been Ted Bundy's house. Like he didn't know that part of it. Yeah. So um when he called or when he found out, he did a couple of things. But one of the things he did was that he called a pastor um, and that pastor brought another pastor buddy with him and they went room to room blessing the house and reading scripture room to room. And then there's something interesting. It's just like a such a small detail, but I kind of really latched on to it. In the article, it said that the pastors suggested to the crew that they continue to play Christian music while working, which implies to me that they were already playing Christian music while working. Yeah. So that makes me wonder where they just listening to Christian music. Cause it was like their jam or were they freaked out. So they'd started playing Christian music and the pastors were like, that's good. Keep that up.
1: That's good. Yeah. Right. Put on the switch foot. <laughs> wow. We were meant to live for so much more. Wowie. Wow. Wow.
0: Keep that creed coming. I yeah. mean, that's what they call scripture music or Christian music or whatever. They're just like bumping creed, and they're like more of that. Keep that. Keep that that's going.
1: Good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Play the music video where Scott Stapp flings his arms out and cries like Pose. Yeah. Which one? All of them? The demons hate that one. Yes, all of them. Yeah. Play the Scream Three Creed video Ooh, where Ocran Dewey over. makes an appearance.
0: Sweet cameo, and it's a little confusing.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, does. it doesn't doesn't make <laughs> the a ending doesn't make sense. Like a sense. Yes.
0: My God, we're such nerds about Scream that we know that there's an ending to the Creed music video that doesn't seem to add up.
1: Doesn't fit. It can't be canon.
0: There's absolutely. Oh, there's no way that's canon. Don't get me started.
1: Uh, so- every every marathon I do of Scream involves that Creed music video, so that I can see everything that Dewey was in.
0: Absolutely. It's not – even though it's not canon, it's still not the entire experience unless you've watched that video. Correct. Correct. Um, so – and then this was another thing that is very cool and very weird. Um, so the pastors told them to keep listening to the Christian music and also suggested to them that they write scripture on the walls of the house in pencil so that it, it would be covered when it's painted over. But still, like you're kind of imbuing that into the walls. So they did that. And it's just – it's not visible because it was then painted over. But it's almost like they, like, pressed these scriptures into the walls of, like, protective action.
1: Isn't that the same as if you, like, ripped down your drywall and saw, like, satanic carvings? Just for the sake of argument. Yeah. That unbeknownst to you – Yes,
0: underneath your paint, there's scripture.
1: Yeah, there's there's – like, I think, you know, Christianity is so common and familiar that we don't consider it, like, mythical writing –
0: it's still pretty But it is.
1: It's like a mystical thing a to cult. do to be writing to be writing scripture.
0: Yes. Absolutely. You're talking about something that's like by its nature like mystical. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you're writing that on the walls of a home with the intent for it to do something it's to really those walls.
1: strange. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes.
0: It's very weird. It's
1: yes. awesome. It is awesome.
0: Um so that happened and then um Clopton talked to Trong um if I'm pronouncing right but um the guy who had bought the house in order for it to be flipped yeah. and his real estate broker um uh, this is so dumb I don't know why I wrote this down okay when you know like when you're researching something I was I was flipping back and forth through screens I'd like read something and then write it or whatever I thought I remembered this guy's name so I wrote it down and I wrote I wrote down William J Pitts the <laughs> 3rd Not his name? No, it's kind of close. It's James Pitts the <laughs> Third.
1: Oh, okay. At least there's a the third. If you had like concocted that out of I thin know. air, I'd have concerns.
0: <laughs> I still think that the name William J. Pitts the Third is
1: fine. Yeah, that's a great name
0: really good name um so he you know he told the the owner guy and he told the real estate broker, and the real estate broker was stoked. He's just somebody who's into true crime himself, and he found this very exciting oh, awesome now, William, yes, I talked to you earlier without telling you the subject of this, and I said would it be okay like legally not asking for his permission yeah. um for us to play like an audio clip in the show because i think that it's important and so i'm gonna do that i'm just gonna play this on my phone and hold it up to the microphone this is william J pitts the being james pitts the being interviewed by the news tribune um in a video about this house the the visual is good too but you really only need the audio and you can hear this guy's excitement and it is quite something
1: cool here we go okay
0: let me just James. Okay.
1: He already sounds excited. James.
0: He is so excited. Okay, here we go. James,
2: I wanna tell you something, but you can't tell anybody. <laughs> like, what's going on? It's like, this house belonged to Ted Buddy. <laughs> like, no, it didn't. He's like, no, yes it did. Then his contractor runs upstairs and starts freaking out. He's like, Yeah, yeah, let me tell you what's going on. And he's like, Every time we have sawdust on the floor, there's writing in it. It's like, what do you mean there's writing in it? Well, they just, like, write stuff. Okay, I just kind of blow it off, you know, just whatever. And our phone always dies. So I still blow it off. James, you're not going to believe what happened this time. So they, they have a priest come in. They, they pray over the house, actually. And, of course, the neighbors remind them also that this was Ted Bundy's house. So that was one of the things that we kind of just made sure we just kind of kept quiet initially because we weren't sure how people would react. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. I wonder what we can find. It was kind of eerie, but at the same time, I thought this is really neat. So when you look online, it said, this was his bedroom. Um, and back here, which makes it so unique is... There's still birds in here that have been trapped <laughs> and petrified. We didn't take them out. We just left them because we we're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to touch those. So I mm-hmm. took a picture of my face next to the birds, you know, then kind of zoomed on the birds further, and then took a deep picture of it. And I posted it on Facebook, <laughs> you know, and made my little ghost story. This is my ghost story for the night, oh. you know.
1: This guy loves his life. <laughs> Isn't that so? that's amazing so I've never heard somebody that is by the way like what I want to do like we've talked about like having a ghost hunting show ourselves where we like show up in a place where we're like can you believe that we're here this is crazy yeah. this is all awesome. instead of those shows where like Zach Bagans is like so if there are any spirits here can you talk to me like just go and be like hey spirits we're here yeah. we're here we're excited about this that guy was thrilled
0: Absolutely, I love the part where they found dead birds.
1: What is going in on in Ted
0: Bundy's bedroom?
1: What is going on?
0: And he was like loving it. And also, the caption for that video says like um, they take us through like the the, the, the room, including desiccated birds. And at first I was like, Oh my god, did Ted Bunny like grip bird's limb from limb and they're in that thing? I think they just like flew in there or whatever. But
1: it's the- weird for them to fly in there.
2: It is to weird. To see the video, but- we'll,
1: we'll put a link to the video as well, I yes. think, in the show notes. Yeah. Um but it's like a little a little cubbyhole kind of thing in the wall, yeah. but it's in like the bottom corner. So that door would have to be open. A bird would have to fly in and not be able to fly back out. That's weird.
0: It's very weird. I, I don't. I, I'm not sure the implication. They. I don't know.
1: I'm not sure. And it's weird to, to find it and be s- like, "This is cool," instead of like, "Let's clean out the bird's skeletons."
0: And he was like, "I took a selfie, you know, with my face next to them, and I like went in deep on the birds, and I like took a picture of that."
1: He was William overjoyed. J. Pitts the third is great. Uh, William J. Pitts the third. <laughs> Well done, buddy. We salute you. Congratulations, we do. We salute you. So. We salute you.
0: (laughs) So William J. Pitts III said that a number – when they put the house on the market and everything, they decide to like – they didn't advertise it was Ted Bunny's house. They decided to keep that kind of quiet. I don't know how – how this guy kept it quiet. It seemed to be bubbling up out of him, but somehow he tamped it down. He said they kept it quiet. And he said that a number of people who inquired about the house did ask about the house being Bundy's. Like they were aware of the address and stuff. Maybe
1: that's just a common question when you're buying a house. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) great. It's a a two bath. Now was this Bundy's? Yeah. Mm, Mm. mm. Was this T Bundy's house?
0: (laughs) was this ted theodore bundy's um but then the people who ended up buying it didn't ask about it and he didn't offer it up um and the news tribune tried to get in touch with the current owners but they couldn't get in touch with them
1: the news tribune (laughs) i know yes hi i'm tucker calling from the news tribune yeah hello hello (laughs) hello Those hang up on me. We don't sound like a real newspaper. Yeah. I keep telling you, boss. I know. We, we need I, a better name.
0: I know this has been the name forever, but I think it's time. <laughs> So the same way there is no real comment about whether we are to infer that the desiccated birds died at the hands of Ted Bundy or not, there's no comment in this about whether, like, there are no lines drawn in the News Tribune's reporting about, like, oh, this is Ted Bundy's ghost doing anything. Or maybe this ghost is already here and it drove Ted Bundy mad and, and made him do anything. They just reported it is what it is. That's the experience that this contractor had and these workers and everything. And that's all we're saying. And I prefer it that way. Yeah, absolutely. So you know what? I salute you too, News
1: Tribune. From us here to you.
0: That's right. Well Thank done. you for not drawing weird parallels.
1: Earnest reporting. However. That's right. I would like to see a movie mm. where Ted Bundy has like a buddy who's a ghost yeah. who's like <laughs> urging him to do this stuff yeah. or something. It's like a, like a Calvin and Hobbes <laughs> style <laughs> fantasy. Right. Or maybe David Berkowitz with that dog.
0: Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, Son maybe of Sam. this ghost
1: was, yeah. And they're going down a sled together like Robin right. and Hobbs and then doing other stuff, too. <laughs> sure. But, uh, but most of it's lighthearted. <laughs> most of it's fun. Yeah.
0: Um. Wait. What the hell was I gonna say? Oh no, no. So when I was when I was researching this, there seems to be um not a ton, ton. But I I you know read about Ted Bundy's like haunted house or whatever. And then I think I put in like Ted Bundy haunting. So I was like, oh, do people say that Ted Bundy haunts like that sorority house or like whatever? Um, not a whole lot. There was a whole article about. Um, A mall that I think that he was kind of like trolling for victims at in the parking lot and I thought that it was gearing towards saying like that there are hauntings of him there but it basically just kind of like talked about his crimes and then said they talked to a security guard and the security guard said nothing haunting has happened but the title was like is this north blah blah haunted by ted bundy but that was like a long pretty good article with just like a very weird angle no i wonder if it's somebody who's like editor like wanted them to give like a ted bundy ghost yeah. article and they just like had to form it to or that. they're
1: like how are we gonna sell this article give it a name that is not yeah. appropriate but we'll right get people to click it right um Interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, totally. So yeah, um, if you Google Ted Bundy haunted house, um, the News Tribune article would be one of the first things that comes up on Google. Watch that video. You're going to want to see William J. Pitts the Third getting his
1: life. Dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite. Mm-hmm. I I hope to be as happy as William J. Oh, Pitts III I know. someday.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. As that, should we all. It was wonderful. Yeah. It was wonderful. All right, enough. All right.
0: What's your thing for next week?
1: Next week on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this somewhat recently. Okay. And I said that there's something that I would do by the end of 2019. Okay. And I've already begun. What is it? I went to a psychic the other night. Oh
0: my God, you did? I did. Where'd you go?
1: Uh, here on main street.
0: Oh my God. Okay.
1: Uh, and then I got back in my car Uh and I drove to another psychic drove really i went to two psychics back to back on monday
0: night. which one did you go to the second time
1: east brunswick by the best the one that
0: bye. you went to yeah, yeah 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 excellent yeah
1: and i might go to a third
0: okay yep. why
1: and i'm gonna tell you all about it next time on guide William. to the unknown
0: oh god damn it god damn it
1: <laughs> cliffhanger <sighs> cliffhanger
0: yeah Oh my god! I want to hear about this right now, so bad. I refuse to tell you another. Yeah, I word know, I know. Seven I'm not even days. Gonna, I know. I'm not even gonna. When this is off, I'm not even gonna say anything about because it it's just gonna drive me crazy. Yep. Just know that I am boiling inside.
1: Yep. Ah, uh, very excited about it. Oh, very good. Ah, uh, but that takes us to the end mm-hmm. of another stunning episode <laughs> of Guide to the Unknown.
0: <laughs> Striking.
1: Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Go yeah. check out at GTTU pod on all social media so that he can stay up to date with everything that we're doing throughout the week. Yeah. Get your spooky news fix. Check out patreon.com slash GTTU pod to give back a little bit mm-hmm. and then join our secret Facebook group. Yeah. Facebook.com slash groups slash GTTU pod. <laughs>
0: yep. You're doing so good.
1: Thank you. You can also follow us individually online.
0: Yep. I'm at Kristen on Instagram.
1: I'm at Haunted Sponge. So we will see you next week, and I will tell you about my Stop journeys it. to the realm of the psychic. But until that time comes.
0: When you use the word psychic in that, the realm of the psychic, the realm. is that a noun? Or like, are you the realm of the psychic, this person,
1: or the psychic, the phenomena? It might be the phenomena, because okay. I might be a part of it.
0: What? William, I hate this.
1: We must travel.
0: (laughs) Back to the netherworld, go we, where I'm going to give this guy a wedgie for effing with me. I don't like this. Good night. Good night.